I'm Dave Gray, and this week I learned it's not the destination, it's the journey, and those that we leave in ditches along the way. I'm Kevin Matthews, Scottish film fan in England, and this week I learned, nay, I was reminded that I have the mind and heart of a child, not just the ones in my basement, in me. Finally. <laughs> Did some of them escape this week? Yeah, but I'll get them back. Damn it, Seamus. I'm Tyler Hosley, and I dyed my hair green for this episode. Not really, but I thought about it, maybe. Woohoo! Woo! I dyed mine blue. Uh, and we this week we have a special guest. Special guest, will you uh, please state your name? Hi, I'm Killer! Uncle Dave's niece! That's right. Yeah. And this is Raiders of the Podcast. Yay! Yeah! Besides the movies we watched this week, Killa, did you see anything else that you want to tell people about? I don't think you did, did you? you... Many, many other movies. Yeah, okay. That were great. Hey, what's your name? It actually was great, but Mom didn't let me finish it because she needed something a lot more oh. energized. Oh. So she didn't let me finish. So you watched some of your name and you liked it? Yes. Awesome. I um I watched one movie. I watched The Killer, the David Fincher Netflix movie. Finally, I finally watched it. I um I really liked it a lot. I I am an easy mark for Fincher. I've loved all his movies, um, except for Mank. Mank sucked, but The Killer was great. Michael Fassbender was excellent in it. Um, I love the Smith soundtrack. It is. I wouldn't put it at the top of Fincher's list. Seven is still my top tier, but it's definitely top five. It's good stuff. I uh. I would say if you like Fincher, you'll love The Killer. If you don't like Fincher, you won't like The Killer. But um, yeah, I dug that quite a bit. And uh, that was me. I had a really short week besides the stuff that we watched. Uh, I watched Varan. You've seen Varan, haven't you, Dave? Uh, no, I, I I haven't. Oh, oh, I really like Varan, but he seemed to be in the minority. It's It's like the closest one to just a Godzilla clone. I think, uh, but that worked for me, so that was fun. Uh, Mafia Mama was really light and silly, and I enjoyed it. Uh, Tony Collette is enjoyable in the lead role, so that was fun. I like I liked it more than I expected to. It didn't quite reach a Kevin Seven, but it was just light fun. And um, oh, I watched River finally from the guy who uh, did Beyond the Infinite two minutes. So, oh. funnily enough, River has, like, a two-minute time loop central premise. And it's quite good. It's not as good as Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes, but it is good. I would recommend it because I like people to support that director. And over here, it's Third Window Films that releases that. And then last but not least, but kind of least, I watched a film called Megalomaniac that I really enjoyed. It's really dark and twisted. I recommend it to Tyler, who's just blanked me, like I've been spurned after a bad date. He's just like, whatever, Kev, I'm not answering you. I don't care. But, you know, T, I still recommend it to you. Wait, wait which one? Did I miss this? Where, where, where? Yeah, I dropped in the chat earlier. You Ask did? Today? Seen it. Uh, Megalomaniac. Oh, today? I, 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 I haven't really <laughs> 
I haven't checked anything with uh, <laughs> the messages. I'll, I'll go back and look at that. Though. Yes, I will check that out for sure. It's, though. it's on Shudder here in the UK. And yeah, just for some reason, I think you'll love it. It's quite like grimy with the aesthetic and then has these nightmare imagery moments and is really bleak. Like, I think I think most of us would actually dig it, but it just made me think it might be a gem that you hadn't discovered yet. It's a French like thriller horror. Really good. Nice. I'm gonna I'm writing it down now. That's me. Nice. Wait, I- can I have some meta notes? Well um I hearing what you guys have said, I think you like love this like was like a movie that I saw a trailer of um what was it called again? Like that like thing like Borderlands? No. That's what we watched in the car. No. Uh-uh. Then I don't know. No, that like thing that like mom went by the show that was like all about that, like you know that one thing where he touches anything he like sees the future or the past. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm sorry. Oh, like. Any- like Madame Web. It wasn't Madame Web. I I don't know what she's talking about specifically. I I think I remember seeing it, but I, I don't remember what it was called. You uh, know that one thing they like. Okay. You <laughs> giving the Uncle Dave stare. And just wonderful. <laughs> Yay, Godzilla! Because I saw you mentioned something about Godzilla. Yeah. He's, been, he's been watching kaiju movies. Yeah, he's he's gone deep, not as deep yeah. as you have. Um, I, on the other hand, I only watched uh, "It's a Wonderful Knife" this week. Knife. Yeah, which I hated. <clears throat> like I like the cast, but it was a bad script and it was poorly made and. The whole gimmick that, hey, it connects to It's a Wonderful Life, that's been done. Like, it did nothing fun or unique. It was just kind of there, which is a shame because that could have worked really well, but it, it didn't. And Justin Long is always, you know, terrible. Uh, but besides that, I, I uh, say goodbye to my long two months of, of Crunchyroll by watching a series a friend of mine has been uh, recommending to me for years called gamers which the first 11 episodes were adorable and sweet and then the 12th episode was just like the weirdest meta riff i have ever seen so that was a thing yay this week we watched uh four films picked by the young one we watched the 2001 angelina jolie film tomb raider the disney dancing Intro horror film Zombies 2. Tomb Raider! <laughs> <laughs> the 2023 Japanese animated film Suzume. And the uh, 2023 Netflix animated film Nimona. Nimona! It's so much fun. Me and Uncle Dave scheduled a time to watch it in March. Oh, yeah. Next month, we're, we're actually going to see... Theaters. Yeah, we're going to see that in the theater. She's very hyped. Nice. Uh, Kevin? Would you like to pick a movie and tell us about it? Sure, yeah. I got confused because I thought Finding Nimona was about a little fish who got separated from his dad in the sea. No, no, Um, no, no, no. That's that's, um, Flushing Nemo. All right, okay, Flushing Nemo. Right, well, I got to Nimona eventually, and I'd seen it before, so I was glad that Killer picked it because I knew I would like at least one of the films. it's awesome. Like, it's so much fun. It was 
all the boring stuff behind the scenes. Was this uh who made this? And then it got shopped to Netflix, didn't it? Uh yeah, it was actually it was originally made by um Disney. I don't it might have been twentieth give me a second. It's yeah, not originally I have a it's note. for Disney, but then because of but they want it, elements more, so 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 Netflix took over Nimona. It was actually originally twentieth century Fox, then it was Disney. And Disney uh, held on to it for a, a long time. They didn't shut it down until 2001. Uh, and then Netflix picked it up. This is like... Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Ele- element. Yeah. Trailer without thinking of that I want the puke. <laughs> she did not like that one. No. Fair enough. Uh, this, is, this is really good. Like the people who made it have a background in, in fairly kind of tame stuff. Uh, directors Nick Bruno and Troy Quain. I think I saw it done uh, Spies in Disguise and some other things that aren't up to the level of Nimona. I think Nimona's great. It looks gorgeous. It has a kind of real energetic, punky vibe. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz as Nimona. Does, she does really well in voice work. Uh, Riz Ahmed as Ballister Boltart, sort of uh, main main standard hero, is really good. And there's a hell of a great supporting cast. There's a good selection of tunes. I think it's fun. Like, and I, I like there's something great about this being so upfront with the spectrum of the characters on show. Rather than like when Disney do stuff and they're like, Oh yeah, but uh, three years ago, in the background of that scene at the beach, one of the seagulls was gay. So yay, let's wave a pride flag. That's the way that Disney have tended to do it for so long. I know they're getting better, but it was really slow increments. Whereas Nomona's just like wild, big animals, hippo, unicorn, gay, 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 and is all the better for it. It's funky fun. I still laugh hard when uh, I know Kello enjoy the demon baby bit. Just like <laughs> demon baby chasing a guy through Market Square. And it makes no sense, as we are just talking about it, to people who haven't seen it. But there are just moments in, in like a really good narrative. As the story pans out and you learn the, the bits and bobs that are they're a bit obvious, but feed nicely into everything. Like it's nicely put together and has moments for random laughs that don't feel it don't feel like a family guy skit that's just brought everything screeching to a halt to do some tangent. They feel nicely in line with all the madness of the of the main character's adventure. I love it. I've never um read any of them too was it based on a graphic novel yeah it, it is no um no 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 the com no so it started as a comic then a graphic novel then it became the movie <laughs> I, I i do think it was a, a web comic first but yeah right yeah uh i think like if it's in that style that would be really cool to have a a read through but i've never seen it sort of available anywhere i've never picked up the the comics or graphic novel which would be funky and pretty awesome, I think. I read the graphic novel, and it was so much fun. Like, 
there's one of the scenes like was that like a fair like they went to a fair and it was just a cat on his shoulder bald heart and i mean like and like poisonous apples was just so good uh yeah i uh this might be one of the best animated movies i've seen in many years uh, like i've said in the past uh Dave, Kevin, you know this. I don't really watch animated movies unless I'm totally forced. I'm not an animated movie kind of guy, but this one, I'm uh, I'm so happy I was forced to watch because I'd watched this again in a heartbeat. Uh, this was so good. Um, how this was not a theatrically released film, but stuff like the Minions is that's an actual legit crime, and it should be uh, that should be like called the police or something because that that's bad. That's just awful because the Minions are awful. And this is fantastic. Um, it's got such a wonderful message of acceptance and inclusion. And the characters are amazing. Just so well written with great chemistry. I love the romance in this. Voice acting is also fantastic. This is probably some of the best work to ever come from Chloe Grace Moretz ever. Um, she's great in this. Uh, her voice acting is just fantastic. Uh, the animation is absolutely gorgeous to look at. Uh, to be honest, I've... I've never even heard of this movie until this week. So this was a new one for me. Uh, Netflix just did a terrible job marketing this because, yeah, it, which is a total shame. But this was great, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Well, um... No, no now it's my turn. Then it's your turn because you uh, picked it. You go last. Blah. That's how we do it. Sorry, kid. Why do special guests have to go last? Not always. Just you. Um, yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's, it's great. It's, it's an adorable and incredibly well-made film. Um, it, it's gotten them in, in trouble in, in Florida, but you know, fuck those people. The, the voice cast is great. The, uh, the direction is really well done. It's got a nice visual style. It's lively, it's upbeat. I think the only, like, if I were to really look for a negative, the only thing is the soundtrack is kind of not great. I mean, it's fine, but, like, they could have spent a little bit more on that and had, like, a really great punk soundtrack instead of just, how many times does the Banana Splits play? Whoa, like, whoa, whoa. You can never play the Banana yes, you Splits can. too many times. Yes, you too. can. And no, the, you the, we hit too many times 10 years ago. Uh, that, 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 when no. Chloe Grace Moretz played fucking Hit Girl... We hit too many times with the banana splits. And it took us exactly 18 minutes before one of us said the F word. <laughs> I am very, yeah, was, very proud of us. And it wasn't even me. It wasn't even me. Concentrating so hard. <laughs> I knew it was going to be me. I knew it. Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to fly through my reviews and not say an F word. So That was, that was good. I was, I was impressed. Uh, <laughs> the animation was done by... Uh, a lot of the animation was done by DNEG. Uh, they've they've done a lot of um, work. They they did the visual effects in Let There Be Carnage and Death on the Nile and Bullet Train. Uh, they also did the last Garfield movie, which um, you know apparently they can do good work when they're not doing Garfield. <laughs> uh, the comic book is written by um, NDC. In D. Stevenson, who um, co-created the other uh, the comic series Lumberjanes, which is excellent if you haven't read it, and uh, was the creator and showrunner on Netflix's She-Ra and the Princesses of Power a couple years ago. Hmm. It's the second feature by the directors. 
Uh, I haven't seen Spies in Disguise. But I mean, I, I have, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't make you rush to put that with Dave. <laughs> Lovely. Um, it's actually what's what's funny is is the screenplay I think is actually also written by the same two guy, not the same director, but the same two writers. It's uh, Lloyd Taylor and Robert L. Baird. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's all about your source material because, you know, Nimona is pretty great. Uh, the voice cast is excellent. Like you guys said, um, Eugene Lee Yang is uh golden loin and he is his scene in the carriage with the freak out is fantastic. Uh, Francis Conroy, better known from uh, the uh, American horror story series is the director and she is excellent. Uh, I think RuPaul is one of the knights, and uh, Beck Benedict, who uh, was on Saturday Night Live for like nine years, is uh, Brett. No, Todd, another one of the knights, and the whole voice cast is absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a good one. Uh, Indy Stevenson has a, a voice cameo as the cartoon dragon mascot. And that's it. It, it is worth a check. You should totally go watch it. it she cannot hold on turn. anymore. Yes, it is your turn. Yay. Don't clap into the mic. Well, I need it too. So let's start with my loves and my like, thing I wrote down. And then I'll move on to just brain thought words. I just love the boat, I love her style, and the mystery of the movie. These are just, I, it's just a great thing. I love the gayness. I just, yay, the boat. Okay, just, oh, she relaxed. It's so fun. This make it so much fun. I love the mysteries, like, who it is. And, like, they're such weird heroes. And, like, they're just kind of with a little bit better when Todd falls into the same, where he says, High five! I, I feel like it'd be more Toddy because high five with through his records. So it'd be like, bro, why'd I do that? And why, bro, animated way so fun there? Why, bro? Awesome. Um, let's see. I'll, I'm gonna go with a shocking pick, guys. I'm gonna go with Tomb Raider. Um, shock. Okay, so Laura Croft Tomb Raider. The orphaned heiress archaeologist Laura Croft embarks on a dangerous quest to retrieve the two halves of an ancient artifact which controls time before it falls into the wrong hands. So when so when, um, when Laura Croft Tomb Raider came out, I was 11 years old. And I thought this was the greatest movie ever made upon leaving that theater in 2001. Uh, it opens with Angelina Jolie fighting a robot, and I was like in love instantly. I have other comments, but there's a child present, so I will not say those. Um, it opens, uh, let's see. But yeah, fast forward 25 years later to uh, 2024, and I, I obviously don't think it's the greatest movie ever made, but I still think it's one of the best video game adaptations we've gotten thus far. Uh, for me, Jolie truly embodies Laura Croft. It's the character come to life on screen just pitch perfect casting for her in this movie it it also helps that jolie is like one of my favorite actresses of all time i adore her um i really like this movie a lot though i i feel we don't get enough of these like globe trotting action adventure kind of movies very often and that's a shame. 
the the action set pieces are really fun. I love the soundtrack. That soundtrack screams 2001 so hard, and that makes my heart so happy. Uh, the tone actually feels in line with the video games too, especially the first three. I mean, just it actually feels like a Laura Croft video game come to life on screen. The rest of the cast is fine. Daniel Craig will never be good in an American accent, but I don't have a problem with his performance here. He's fine. Uh, I really like the scenes with John Voight, uh, who is Jolie's actual father. Um, I really like those scenes a lot, actually. Um, I looked at Simon West's filmography, and I've pretty much enjoyed everything he's made thus far. But I think Tomb Raider and Con Air are his very best. I uh, I liked this movie back in 2001, and I like it just as much now. I'm a, uh, I'm a big fan of Tomb Raider. Uh, yeah, I'll go wait just now. I'm actually I've just paused my game of Tomb Raider while we can talk about Tomb Raider. <laughs> it's uh yeah, so this was great timing killer because I've just been replaying the first game and uh I still love it. It's a lot of fun. Have you played the games? Yeah, she had well not the original, she's played one of the newer ones. I yeah. don't remember it at all. Yeah, you played it with, with Chris's daughter, Riley. Played... I do not remember. Oh, it's been a while. But yeah, she has. Well, I have nostalgia for the games, and I have nostalgia for the film. I think Angelina Jolie is great casting. Um, I think they do a lot from the games that, that works in the film. Um, just the little touches, the... The production design, the movements and mannerisms of Lara Croft, I think that's all good. The plot suffers a bit because it's just a bit ridiculous and has the timey-wimey stuff to do with the uh, artifact thereafter. But Jolie's great. Uh, Ian Glenn is there as a main baddie, who I think most people will uh, see nowadays and think of Game of Thrones. Yeah, Daniel Craig is a bit um, busy tripping over his accent. Chris Barry and Noah Taylor and their small roles are fun, uh, especially uh, UK viewers will appreciate Chris Barry from Red Dwarf, basically. But it's good. I think the pacing's a bit um, slower than it should be. Uh, Simon West isn't the... Like, I don't think he's the most dynamic director. He's okay, but this should have been better, considering how well they got the the main casting. Um, there's, I've got to say, one action set piece. No, two action set pieces I really like. Storming the uh, the Croft home, I like that. I think uh, Jolie has a lot of fun there, and she's cheeky and cool and more than capable of dealing with the enemies, and I like the big statues that start to come alive uh, kind of a la the mummy and Harryhausen style. Uh, that's a lot of fun, but that's two bits in a film. I mean, it's, it's not over long, it's about 100 minutes, but it feels it feels like it runs longer. Uh, 
I'm I'm done. So uh, I I like this. Um, I'm just getting a drink. Okay, go. Um, I like this movie overall. I can't believe it's 23 years old, though. Uh, I can't believe Daniel Craig's U.S. accent has gotten actually worse in those 23 years. Because this is this is an abomination to the hearing. Just an insult. Uh, the robot in the beginning looks pretty good. The, you know, some of the effects are kind of dodgy, but there's some really nice set pieces in this. There's some f- real fun to be had. Uh, like Kevin said, uh, Ian Glynn is a blast as as the main villain. Um, I, I do think that the last act of this film is a little crap. Once they introduce the timey-wimey stuff, which I get, you know, it's just kind of dumb. And it's used to, like, the worst effect ever. Like, they didn't even use it to, like, save somebody that you care about. They use it to save somebody who's a total dick the whole movie who, like, if he died, nobody would fucking care. I don't even think he comes back in the sequel. So why? Why why not give it some stakes? And that, I think that's ultimately the problem with this film. Uh, there's no way he, uh, Glenn could, you know, put up any kind of fight to Jolie in this movie. But, you know, he has to because it's the end. And it just it falls apart at the end. It's a shame because the first two thirds are a lot of fun. I do think that casting Voight as her dad is kind of uh, really crappy and kind of uh, it's it's just kind of shitty. Knowing did they? They actual, didn't get along, right? No, yeah, they didn't get along. Yeah, no, knowing their actual history with each other, it's kind of it's 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 a icky gimmick that I'm really not a fan of, and he's bad. John Voight is really bad in this he's phoning it the fuck in too my bad i i'm a terrible person <laughs> and he's just you know he, he's not good uh i do agree that the mansion attack is fun and uh there's a lo- there's a lot of good in the first two-thirds and it's just a shame that it doesn't hold up throughout okay i agree with uncle david that's for a part at the end he is not really the best actor and like I agree with all of you guys I just loved loved sorry I just loved um the girl her name Angelina Julie Angelina Julie and like the robot starts in like you said Tyler it was amazing just so amazing and, I mean, she is so kick-ass. The back series are kind of great. These are like the things I wrote down, but I just love the story. It's great and it's fantastic. I agree with the lines I wrote. A lot. Okay. When you, I hear people talk, it kind of helps me get a better view of myself. I saw more of it. You know, I saw better eyes of the no- people who know things. Awesome. The knowers! <laughs> knowers! Knowers! Stop. Stop clapping to the mic. Because that's just, it pops to people. It's going to give them a headache. You can't do that. Sorry. I've asked you. Okay? Sorry. Okay. Um, I guess I'll make the kid happy, and I'm going to go with uh, zombies. 
the 2020 American musical dance what? Disney they original loved movie. It. They loved it. They loved Zombies 1. Well, yeah, they did enjoy Zombies 1. Just hold on. Uh, the film shows the zombies and cheerleaders who have mostly reconciled since the first film attempting to coexist and assimilate werewolves into the town of Seabrook, a awful place filled with terrible, terrible human beings. Um, I, I, I enjoy zombies too. I, I think it's, it's got some, uh, really good bits, especially in the songs. I think, especially this time, some of the songs really speak more to the thematicness of it. Like the, uh, the do it like the zombies do song is, is very much two different groups, uh, approaching to, uh, cultural assimilation. It's an interesting idea to explain this to kids. I think the cast is generally really good. Um, both Milo Mannheim and Meg Donnelly are adorable together. Yeah, they are. They definitely are. I agree with that a lot. <laughs> okay. Uh, this film, they're joined by um, Chandler Kinney, Pierce Jossa, and Ariel Martin as the three. Ariel? Yeah, that's her name. As the three lead werewolves, Willa, Wyatt, and Winter. I just now noticed they were all W's. Just, just like all the. Just now. Yeah. They do that with every single monster. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Well, they mess it up with zombies a little bit. All the zombies have a Z though, but they don't start with Z. Except Bonzo. Bonzo, B-O-Z-O, B-O-N-Z-O. Yeah, but the werewolves and the aliens, even Addison. Okay. We're not going to talk about the aliens. That's in the next oh, one. Oh, no. I actually um, made a really big spoiler secretly, It's It's fine. You're fine. <laughs> anyway, it's a cute film. Uh, Bucky as played by um, uh, Trevor Torgman is a fun, is like the most fun xenophobic racist you'll find in a kid's movie. Yes, he is. He's a fun antagonist. His scenes with uh, Zed and the others are solid. Uh, the werewolves are. Did you see his face when, like, when, like, when, like, Zed after the prawn, not prawn. It's different. It's different. It's different. Can I finish? Yeah. Did you see his face? He's just the most fun antagonist ever. Okay. Yes. Um, I, I do have I do have a small problem with the series is um Addison the character because she's ready to abandon Zed and everyone else at the drop of a hat because I don't really buy her need to belong because she belongs everywhere like she is instantly embraced by every group and every society and she's just a little hung up because she's got weird hair but like she betrays everyone at all in all three movies at every drop of the hat. To join someone else, it's just, I'm sorry, Addison, you need to speak to a therapist, not find, you know, because you found your niche. It's the zombies and the cheer squad and the whole town and the school. And, and werewolves and aliens. And, yeah, and, you know, like her parents are, are the mayor and the head uh, fascist of the town who represses everyone that's not a normal human. So, I mean, you know, you've, you've found your niche. I'm, I'm sorry that you have a hang up about your hair. But like, come on, be be a little, have have a little a little bit clearer view, lady. Everybody already loves you, so why would you throw that all away because you don't like your wig? But that's just me. 
I um, quite like Zombies 2. I didn't like it as much as the first one, but I did... Am I... Oh. Um, but, yeah, I did enjoy it. It's, um, it's kind of a logical next step to add werewolves to the mix. Allows them to do more of the same, but a bit different. Um, I don't really remember any of the songs or the musical numbers already, but I don't think I remembered the uh, the songs from Zombies 1 too well once it had finished. I think... Uh, no, but that sounded nice when you sung it. So... <laughs> Um, the the caster, yeah, the the caster still like a really good bunch to to hang out with. I mean, I do agree with you, Dave, on Addison as a character, but uh, they're they're all they're all pretty good in their roles. Uh, Torjman as Bucky is very funny and over the top, but. Uh, uh, yeah, Milo Manheim as Zed is uh, is really good, and the people coming in as the werewolves are enjoyable. So, yeah, I, I had a good time with this. Is it all the same people that did the the first one, and I'm assuming the next one? I think it was. Oh! What was the question? I was just saying, it's pretty much the same people, right, who made the the first and, I'm assuming, the third one. I'm sorry, one more time. I, I We're having headphone difficulties here. It's it's pretty much the same people who made the first one and, I'm assuming, the, the third one, right? Yes. It's, like, it's, director it's, and writer-wise. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. It's, yeah. I, it's the same. Uh, I think there's three of them. Uh, again, I'm fixing things at the moment, and I can't look at my notes, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll do for you. It has a good, it has a good consistency that the the better Disney properties have, rather than the stuff where every few years they try and put out some installment to a series that they reckon they can make cheap and get a profit from. So it's. It's good. Like for, for what it is, it's quality stuff. It's in line with the first one. If you like that, there's you know, I can't think of any way you would dislike this one. So it was it was just uh, good fun. Okay. Not as good as the first one though. But good fun. All three were written by um David Light and Joseph Razzo, who also created the original concept, and all three were directed by Paul Hohen. Uh, right. Paul Hohen has been a Disney staple forever. He did the Camp Rock and even the some of the Cheetah Girls movies back in Tyler's youth. Wow. Well, it's Tyler's turn now. Um. Was the Cheetah Girl was the Cheetah Girls in my era? I don't remember the Cheetah Girls. I didn't really watch the Disney. Well, I mean, like two thousand eight. Yeah. So you would have been. Oh, you know, okay. You would have yeah, been like okay. eighteen. So. Yeah, I think I was out of my Cheetah Girls era. But hey, 
Uh, I didn't watch a lot of Disney Channel, if I'm being honest. I was more of the Nickelodeon type of guy. Uh, this was um, this was about on par with the first one. It's weird. These are like Disney Channel kids movies, but both so far have these like super topical messages of race acceptance. Uh, it's surface level stuff, but I applaud them for even trying to portray such messaging in this kind of movie. This was cute, though. I mean, it was cute. The werewolves are straight up Twilight level. Uh, they even kind of dressed like them a bit. Yeah. Those furry vests were the were the bomb.com, though. Like, I'd rock that shit tomorrow with a blonde streak in my hair. And I just said the, the S word. I'm, my apologies. Um, in a Disney review. Um, but yeah, it, it has every single Disney Channel trope known to man. But the cast is fine. Actually, scratch that. I, I like the cast for the most part. I think the kid from Thanksgiving is actually really good. I don't know his name. I just know him as the kid from Thanksgiving. That's Milo Mannheim. Okay, I like him. He's good. Um, the so Yeah, he, he is good. I really like him. The songs aren't bad. Uh, it, it's like tween bubblegum pop stuff. Some of the lip syncing was kind of off, but it's okay. Most of the songs were adorable. Uh, do it like the zombies do. Won't make it to my playlist anytime soon, but it's cutish. Uh, look, I, I, I'm not the audience for this movie at all, but, but for what it is, it's not bad. And, uh, and if your kid likes it, you can do so much worse in terms of like Disney channel, original movies. I'll watch zombies three. If I have to, I'm totally down. Oh, you'll have to. It's, you'll I'm down. have to. It's coming. It's I'm down. Coming. It's coming one day. Okay, finally my turn! Okay. I do not know where I wrote cat, cat, cat so much on, our, on, our, on the movie that's going to be the final movie, but I don't know. So Zombies 2. It's a great sequel. I just love the mystery with Addison of who she is. Then, I love the coach. I mean, he's so much fun. A freshie in the Froyo scene. Who doesn't love Froyo? I mean, Kevin, because he has no heart. And I guess that Froyo scene with the coach, he's just so funny and so good in that scene. Especially if, like, Wyatt, you know, in that, like, saying, like, this town isn't all that bad. They've someone called Froyo. lesson to not be a racist jerk three Every times. Every single time! They really unlearned their lesson! Even Bucky! The words made up! I think they just announced a fourth, so they've got to learn it a fourth time. Yes.
I'll do Suzume because I don't mind barging in front of a child. It's uh, <laughs> it's from the maker of Your Name, and it is the standard tale of a young girl who meets a young boy. He asks for directions. It turns out that he's like a a keystone cop kind of thing. Uh, that's what I said, yeah. Averting uh, major cataclysmic events, but uh, the girl gets in the way slightly, so there's a cat that pops up and is a bit, oh, I'm a cheeky cat, and then is it a god in cat form? You don't know. And then the boy's like, wait, that cat's trouble, and the boy's with a girl, and then the boy turns into a three-legged chair, the girl goes about with a three-legged chair, and they're chasing the cat, and there's giant wormy things on the be stopped. Yeah, and motorboats. <laughs> I think that sums up the pretty basic plot. You know, it's the sort of thing you've seen a hundred times before. Girl meets guy, guy turns into a three-legged chair and they run down the road together. Simple. Trying to catch a cat. Trying to catch a cat? It's a keystone. It's just so weird. What? Actually, it's based on Chinese natural disaster. The chair is supposed to be a form of Japanese. COVID. Japanese, sorry. Why do I confuse about a time? So, um, the chair is meant for being trapped when you have like COVID, just wanting stuff. Okay. That's what like the cat. Let him stuff let about. him finish. I'm just trying to explain it I, for I all of our watches. I really like this. Uh, I like the I like the madness of it. I like the uh, way things came together. I like watching a young girl running about with a three-legged chair as they chase a cat and people just uh, bemused when they catch sight of them and people tracking the cat. I like the fact there was a little uh, whisper of the heart reference there in in the middle of uh, one scene earlier that was really wonderful. The animation is gorgeous. I actually prefer this to your name. I think it's like, I just think it's equally gorgeous in terms of the visuals and animation. I would say uh, at times it's more gorgeous. I, I just like how it's absolutely bonkers, but in a way that within what the movie's setting up doesn't ever feel like it's it's not like making sense if you know what I mean it's not making big leaps away from any logic that it's set out even though that logic is mental yeah yeah and and all the all the different shapes that that people or things take but I think it's really good it's really beautifully put together and yeah I just highly recommend it as I say I I like your name but I didn't love it as much as many other people I I kind of love this and I I prefer it to your name I think it's I think it's just great that's me um, I'm kind of at the opposite end of Kevin. Uh, not that I didn't like it. I, I just think my expectations were a little too high when I started this one because I really liked your name a lot. 
And I like this one. Don't get me wrong. I just I didn't love it. Maybe I just wasn't expecting a romance with a chair, which is weird because I usually love love stories involving foreign objects. But um, I just didn't connect with the characters as much in this one. Let's be a love story with a man and a with a man who's in love with staircase and they had carpet babies and one of the <laughs> many sequels. I mean, you have love stories in your right, pocket. <laughs> We won't talk about we don't talk about that movie when kids are around. <laughs> yes, yes, we don't. That's that is not a children's movie. Um, I did. <laughs> Maybe. No, in like ten years. One hundred. No, stop. I would say I would say more twenty. More twenty five. When you turn twenty five, would be probably better. Um, I just didn't connect with the characters as much in this one as like your name, I, even though. He the the filmmaker uses the same tropes here, not not exactly the same, but he similar tropes. It's a little uneven and kind of nonsensical, and it started to feel a bit overlong towards the final act. Uh, but I did like how they handled grief and loss here. It was handled with a lot of heart and care, and that really saved this for me. Sometimes movies have no idea how to handle trauma, uh, but this does well, and I thought it handled the natural disaster aspect really well too it looks gorgeous visually like i can't praise the actual animation enough here um it's absolutely beautiful uh great voice acting um yeah i'm i'm beefing up my anime viewings guys and i hope our listeners appreciate this because i know how much everybody wants me to love anime they just they just do i don't get it but they do um but yeah this was good i uh, i really enjoyed this one not as much as your name but it was good your name was also great but they can't let me finish it. So yeah, I'm also a big fan of May, But I, as I've said just recently, I'm a big fan of Makoto Shin- Shinkai. I think I said that right. I'm so sorry if I messed up your name. I think he's one of the best uh, writers directors working in anime, especially features right now. Um, I think the fact that. This wasn't nominated. I'm gonna get grape juice. I need no, you gotta wait. I think the fact that uh, his last three films weren't nominated for the best animated Oscar is a complete and total mistake. Uh, yeah, it's a gross oversight, uh, especially when something like The Boy and the Heron was, which I was not a fan of. I know some folks loved it, but I think Suzume May is uh, great. The voice cast in Japanese is excellent, and uh, the American voice cast is really good, also. Um, I, I will agree that it, I don't think it's quite on par with your name or uh, the film in between this and your name was Weathering With You and Weathering With You is great if you want to check something out. Uh, it's not on par with them, but it is excellent in its own way. Susan, the character of Suzume is, is a wonderfully well-realized character uh, who has two amazing vocal performances for her. Uh, I, I do think that in this case, the, the love story with Shota is a little... It's it's a little off. It's okay, but it it doesn't quite have the same punch as uh, Shinkai's other films. Uh, the soundtrack is excellent. It is gorgeous. That scene in the abandoned amusement park is just it's just it's beautiful. And uh, I never thought a little yellow chair would make me so sad. Me neither. But but it did. It, it's it's an orange chair. Okay, I'm sorry. It's just, it's just like, 
one of the clothing pieces on a kit on our sign killer clam picture. And it is that color. Okay. Big aliens look like a stop. Uh, it's <laughs> just wait. It's. Space can eat ice cream. It says it out there. Okay, I'm not done talking. Can I finish? Yes. Okay, thank you. Until I eat ice cream. Kidding. Okay. I forgot what I was saying. Um, I think it's a great little story of connection and how we we touch those around us. Uh, I think this is this is the best film that could have come out of COVID and the lockdowns. Um, and it, it definitely has the fingerprints of that all over it. Uh, all these people in, in little bubbles connecting with each other and, and reaching out. And I think it's, it's beautiful and it's, it's a heck of a work. Is it my turn now? Yes, it's your turn now. Yay! So, Susan May, it is a very great animation. She's fun. She's adventurous. She's a scaredy cat. I love her. I mean, like, cat tear fight. Amazing! What cat tear fight? The boat cat goes on a motorboat? Equals amazing! Ang, ang. Also, like, this is the cat. It's just so good. It's about, like, connection and stuff. The cat just wants someone to love it and stuff. They, it's it's about, like, natural disasters and, like, the church is supposed to represent COVID and... It just represents how life could be and stuff, you know? So you, you recommend it? Yes, I would love to. And I mean, it's just so much and it's just so good. I just love the story. I love it so much. And it can be scary in so many parts. I even wrote, ah, on this. <laughs> yes, she does. She has ah as a note. All right, guys, it is that time. Well, um, for some reason, because I just have so many cats for some reason, and Susan May, can I do a meow pre-entrance for whatever is going to be our ending sign? No. Ah, but, come on. Hold on. Uh, it's, it's, meow, 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 it's, come on. Stop, it's that time. Meow, you gotta, meow, meow, come on, please. You got to pick a movie. Which one was your favorite, kid? Now you gotta pick one. I'm in between Nimona and Zombies 2. Okay, you think about it. We'll come back to you. I'm going with nostalgic, selfish reasons. I'm going with Tomb Raider. I am going with Nimona. I am also going with Nimona. Nimona! You said. Awesome. Uh, next week, it's me and Kevin picking. Kevin, what are you picking? 
Uh, the long overdue watch of In the Heat of the Night. Ooh. That will actually... Um, that will actually pair with my pick pretty well. I am going for uh, 1940s noir, which is something we haven't done in a little while. I'm going for an English noir called Green for Danger. Ooh. Sure, we're on the gram. Raiders underscore of underscore the underscore podcast. We're on Facebook where I sometimes remember to post stuff on Wednesdays. I did not remember this week. My apologies. Uh, we have a YouTube channel where you can like, subscribe, and comment on Kevin's totally awesome videos weekly. And you can always email us at Raiders of the Podcast at gmail.com. All right, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me, guys. Thanks. Wait. And also, I hope you love having me Killa, 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 killa here. Okay. It's Godzilla with a K. Take out the end. Some of the end okay. is killa, killa. Can you just say, go- can you say goodbye? Equals. Everyone hates Todd. Okay. <laughs> Bye. I'll talk to you next Bye. week. Bye. See ya. See ya. See ya.